Sounds like a stunt my time. You need to have a little bit more enthusiasm for a Friday. <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah, I do, don't I? Yes, that I'm was happy. a very weak yay. I'm happy. <laughs> How are you, Miss Angel? I'm great. How are you, Stephen? I am good. I'm, I'm having fun today. And Oscar's laying at our feet Oscar, being a good wonder pup. The wonder puppy. She's she doing is. Great. She's yeah. doing great. She is such just a good, good, good little doggie. Yeah, I got to tell everybody, she got a hold of a toad frog. <laughs> she did. Tell me She about was the jumping, toad. the little frog. It was like an itty bitty toad frog. It was just jumping, jumping. I'm like, oh no, she's after something. So I go off the porch to see what it is because I'm thinking I, I need to save it, whatever yeah. it is, because usually I don't get the chance to save it. No. So I see her kind of chasing it and pouncing at it. Right. And then when I come off the porch, that's when she tries to pick them up and run. So I've got to figure out a better way to, to do that. So right. she picks it up, and immediately she starts hacking and slobbering. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was like, oh, that didn't taste good. She spit it out immediately. Oh. And I mean, she really seriously started drooling and going... <laughs> What it was, she, she I figured like out it was a toad, and everybody knows. Well, maybe you don't know, but toads or frogs, when they get um, scared or uh-huh. something grabs them, right. they have an excretion <laughs> that's Four pretty hours. nasty. I bet she's having like she's having like toad nightmares. She's now. Had, yeah, it was funny. She dropped it, and then she uh, she. Followed it, jumping a few times, but then uh, she she let it go. She had no interest in getting a hold she didn't of that want it no toad. More. I'm like that. That's what you get. This little toad that's the size of a quarter <laughs> just put her are. put her down. You wow, know, yeah, <laughs> it was funny. But to her now, it's like you know we can we need to come up with a horror movie. <laughs> the toad that came for Oscar. Right. <laughs> so we've been, we? yeah, we've been calling her Froggy. Yeah, little Froggy. Now, <laughs> yeah. I bet she won't do that again. Uh, I bet she won't. It's I just funny she... seeing this big dog, you know, run from a little frog. Run from a little frog after it squirted <laughs> her with that nasty stuff. <laughs> you know, I've been looking forward to this. This is one that we we started last week. We did, and ended up going through half the list we did because i talked a lot you did (laughs) (laughs) and we are going to finish up with wedding facts traditions and superstitions about wedding history fashion and other traditions oh i'm ready for this are you ready are you ready i'm ready (laughs) i know you got uh you got kind of stuck on the snake ring the last time (laughs) again let me say why would you do that? Why would you wear a snake anything to represent anything? Well, it wasn't a real snake. It was, yeah, a, but it's a it was a wedding you know? band, but it was in the Victorian era, and they did they made wedding bands that looked like snakes with ruby eyes. I just thought that would be a very cool yeah, ring. People, they've invented crack or something. I mean, I don't. I just can't. I cannot relate anything with a serpent or you snake. You just don't like my, snakes. Though. I hate snakes. My snakes don't bother me. I used to own snakes, and I then know, all of a sudden, I, I don't know. I've got a terrible phobia now. Oh yeah, you're bad. Real bad. I mean, I freeze when I see a you snake. Do. I'd say a lot of people do. Yeah, yeah, but I, it's weird. I don't know. So let's get started with All this. All right, shall we? we're going to talk about fashionable lore. Ooh, fashion, 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 fashion. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Queen Victoria started the Western world's white wedding dress trend in 1840. Oh. We've talked about this on a a previous one. She was a trendsetter. She did. She started a trend. Before then, uh, brides simply wore their best dress. Huh. So not only did she start a trend, she started big business. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You think about that. Yeah. Yeah, there are stores that are solely for brides' dresses. That's true. And wedding dresses. It is big money. Bridesmaids' dresses. They make big money, and they're not cheap. No, no, they're (laughs) not. So, in Asia, wearing robes with embroidered cranes symbolizes fidelity for the length of a marriage. Marriage. A marriage? A marriage. (laughs) For the length of the marriage. For the length of your marriage, just wear an embroidered crane on your robe. (laughs) (laughs) We're all laughing with you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Ancient Greeks and Romans thought that the veil protected the bride from evil spirits. So now we know why the veil came to be. So the veil protected the bride. From evil spirits. Brides have worn veils ever since. That's so wild. So now we know the origin of a veil. Yeah. I like See, I like this kind of stuff. Yeah, Yeah. It very much intrigues me. Yeah, and um, on her wedding day, Grace Kelly, uh-huh. who was a big actress, who right. what she married the Prince of Monaco, yes, wore a dress with a bodice made from beautiful lace that was a hundred and twenty-five year years old. Wow. The lace was a hundred and twenty-five years old. Wow! So everybody needs to go look at Grace Kelly's wedding dress. Well, I have to just to see what and I... pay attention to the lace on that dress. It's a hundred and twenty-five year old. Uh, lace. Well, I just took a note too because I got to figure out what the heck a bodice is. <laughs> but I'm going to look at the, at the lace, you know. <laughs> okay, well, the bodice is the part that fits your body. Oh. It comes down your body. Well, that kind of makes sense now that I think about it. All right. <laughs> and um, Jackie Kennedy's bridesmaids, uh-huh. they wore pink silk and red satin gowns that was created by her designer, Ann Lowe. Oh. Mm-hmm. And of course, she created Jackie's Jackie O's wedding dress. Right. So again, if see. you're curious, go take a look. Yeah, check out Jackie's mm-hmm. wedding. Yeah, wedding yeah. gown. And now all the everyone else was hers pink too, or just a no? Yeah, hers pink. was white, of course. Right. Okay. Right. So in Japan, uh huh, white was always the color of choice for bridal ensembles. Long before Queen Victoria pop- popularized it in the Western world. Really? So Japanese have been wearing white. For much, much for longer. Their, for their weddings. Uh-huh, for much so longer than Queen, Queen Victoria. Victoria just brought it to the she, European culture. Yes, she did. Okay. Yes. Uh, All right. Uh, care about knowing the most expensive wedding ever? Yes, I do. <laughs> All right. Now, I probably won't get these names right. But the marriage of Sheikh Rashid bin Saeed al Maltukum's son to Princess Salama in Dubai in May of 1981 had a price tag of $44 million. For a wedding. For a wedding. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. It's Dubai. So yeah, I yeah. can understand if it's going to be the Anywhere, most expensive yeah. wedding in the it's world, gonna it's probably going to be in Dubai. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah. That's, That's that a, trips me out. Yeah, Dubai is a pretty cool place. I'd it like is. to go there someday. Yeah, I hope to. Yeah, soon. <laughs> it's like very um, uh, technology forward and very architect 
architectural forward. And yes. Here's a little bit of something about Dubai. Do you, you know, I think it was the last Star Trek movie. It mm-hmm. showed them in a futuristic city. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to use special effects. They shot it in Dubai. See, isn't that cool? Yeah. That's it's cool. wild. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it'd be a neat place to go. I'll send you some pictures. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In Korea, uh-huh. brides like to wear hues of red and yellow to take their vows because they like the bright colors. Oh, mm-hmm. springtime colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And brides carry something old uh-huh. on their wedding day to symbolize continuity with their past. And we've talked about that, yeah. too. We did the something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Right, we've talked about that. In one of our bonus Fridays. Yes, yeah. we have. So if you want to hear more about those traditions, go yes. back and listen to that Absolutely. one. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now this one, I can't imagine <laughs> if we lived in Denmark and got married. Well, that's that. Because brides and grooms traditionally cross-dress to confuse evil spirits. So that means you would have to dress like a woman. No, no, I'm not. I think I could pull off a man better than you could pull off a woman. I'm not, I'm not trying to. I mean, to, I'm not uh, manly in any way, no, but I still not, think but, I could do better than yeah, you. Oh, my goodness. It wouldn't, uh, me dressed as a woman wouldn't confuse them. It would downright, they would, it would scare them. You know, <laughs> have you noticed how many of these superstitions and traditions are uh, uh, encompass the evil spirits, the evil spirits trying to ward off. ward off evil spirits? Yeah, yeah, that's true. A lot of them. Yeah. Wow. All right, and again, they're talking about something blue, and that symbolizes purity, fidelity, and love. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Now, where where was it again? That that cross dress? Denmark. Denmark. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, that just blows my mind. I'm imagining you. Yeah, don't, please. <laughs> as a woman. No, just, no. Can I do you one time just as a woman, dress oh, you like a woman? Uh, no. Just to see what you look no, like. No, now no, I'm no, curious. No. Yeah, I would look like uh, a Medea. <laughs> <laughs> you think you'd look that good? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. I'd look, like, I'd look like Joe dressed as Medea. <laughs> okay, now we're going to talk a little bit about food and family. Okay. In Egypt. Uh-huh. The bride's family traditionally does all the cooking for a week after the wedding so the couple can relax. Wow. That's nice. That is nice. That's very nice. Yeah. In South Africa, the parents of both the bride and the groom traditionally carried fire from their hearths to light the new fire in the newlywed's hearth. I like that tradition. I do, too, to keep the fire burning. The family fire. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of cool, isn't it? Keep the fire burning. (laughs) Some Oreo in there. It is. All right. The tradition of a wedding cake, and we have just did wedding cake, comes from ancient Rome, Mm -hmm. where revelers broke a loaf of bread over a bride's head for fertility's sake. And we talked about yeah, that. We did. Just in our last, well, not our last one, the one before that. Right. I had a lot of fun with that one. <laughs> yeah. So we, we talked about that. The custom of tiered cakes emerged from a game where the bride and groom a- attempted to kiss over an ever higher cake without knocking it over. We talked about that. We did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, this wasn't in our, I don't think this was in our wedding cake uh Bonus Friday, but Queen Victoria, she's been in a lot of this a wedding lot of stuff. Them, yeah. Her cake weighed 300 pounds. 
My goodness. That's a, now that is a whopper. That's a big cake. <laughs> That's a big Twinkie. 300-pound cake. I wonder how many people, though, that they were serving. That's a huge Twinkie. Probably a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine. I bet okay. it was a lot, yeah. So, legend says that Ooh. single women will dream of their future husbands if they sleep with a slice of the groom's cake under their pillow. <laughs> Okay. So, get you a slice of that groom's cake at the next wedding uh, but if you're I was, unmarried. I was just thinking. If get you guys, a piece of it and put it under your pillow. No. If <laughs> you guys remember some of, the, some of the cakes or the pies that they, you know. Yeah. So, it would be a chick sleeping with a pie. A slice of pie that had sheep testicle. <laughs> and pine kernels. Yeah, pine kernels. And innards. Uh-huh. You know they those pies. They said it was just like a like a secret compartment. You know where they could put doves. I knew what it really was for. What was it really so, for? So you could puke in it. Oh yeah. Well, now we're talking about the groom's cake though. Okay. So this has come. This has come along a little later. Okay. Because you know right, the groom's yeah. cake came it was a later. Little later. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Than the bride's right. pie. Yeah. Right. Right. Wow. Get you, get you a slice of uh, groom's cake, and that way you'll dream of your future husband. And under their pillow. Under their pillow. Uh, I guess they figured it out. I guess. Now, I this know. is an old wives' tale. Okay. If the younger of two sisters married first, the older sister must dance barefoot at the wedding or risk never landing a husband. Ooh, oh. She's becoming old she maid. She better be uh, toughening up those feet. Yeah. <laughs> so she can dance barefoot. Oh, my goodness. So she can get her a husband. That's right. So she'd have to dance barefoot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, now the next the next little section, show off at the party. So, in many cultures around the world, including Celtic, Hindu, and Egyptian weddings, the hands of the bride and the groom are literally tied together to demonstrate the couple's commitment to each other and their new bond as a married couple, giving us the phrase... Tying the knot. <laughs> so that's where it came that's from. That's where it came from. They bound their hands together. Yes. That's to keep him from running. So that's why people tie the knot. Tie the knot. But See, I wonder. People know, get married and they have no idea. They say they're tying the knot, from? but they don't, they're not really, they didn't actually tie the knot around their wrists and no. be bound together. <laughs> you know, that's that's what, wow. It's kind of cool I to know never, where this I, stuff comes know, from. I never had thought about where that phrase had come from, but if you sit and think about it, it has nothing to do with a modern wedding. Mm-mm. No, but so people still use that phrase all, all the, the time. time. Yeah, I'm going to tie the knot. Tie the knot. So the Roman goddess Juno rules over marriage. Mm. The uh, hearth and the childbirth. That's the po- that's sent. That means that the popularity of June weddings is. Because of the goddess Juno. Wow. So that was Roman beliefs. Who knew that? Mm-hmm, because she ruled over marriage and the hearth and the childbirth. I would have thought it's probably because of the good weather in June. You know, <laughs> well, that's what of, we think. Yeah. But June weddings actually became popular because they wanted to marry under the goddess Juno. Ah, so that's why. Mm-hmm. Well, it makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> So, tie in the knot. Wow. Tie in the knot in June. 
while you sleep with a piece of cake under your pillow That's so right. you can figure out who you're marrying. And <laughs> yeah. you better come barefoot, sis. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so Princess Victoria uh-huh. established the tradition of playing Wagner's bridal chorus during her wedding. And that's the so that is the wedding processional that we now use that started in 1858. That's the bride's march. That's the bridal chorus. Yeah, the the wedding march. In yeah. what year? 1858. So they've been using it for a bit now, haven't yeah. they? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the bride stands to the groom's left during yes. the Christian ceremony. Right. Because in bygone days, the groom needed his right hand free to fight off other suitors. <laughs> <laughs> now it's back in the hillbillies. That's that way when it's... <laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> so when they say I do, he can smack her on the butt. <laughs> so, do you know that on average, 7,000 couples marry each day in the United States? Each day. Each day. In the United States. Wow. So that's, that's a lot. 14,000 people a day in the U.S. Well, yeah, because they're couples. Yeah, I mean, couples, so 7,014. Uh, yeah. 14,000 mm-hmm. 14, times the knot that yeah. they don't even realize that why they're tying. They're, yeah, that they're tying the knot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that they're really not tying the knot. <laughs> right. All right. All right, just have a couple more here to finish us up. Yeah, this is good. Uh Valentine's Day and New Year's Eve Uh are the busiest marriage days in Las Vegas. Oh, I can imagine. Mm -hmm. To me, that makes perfect sense. It does. You don't even have to think about that one, really. There's a lot of drunk people in Vegas (laughs) and New Year's. And And Valentine's Day, people are very uh, uh, amorous and romantic at that time. And, you know... It's, it's Valentine's Day. Of course you are. Would you ever get married shotgun in Vegas? Mm, I don't know. I've done stupider things. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> Is stupider well, a word? I've yeah. done more stupid things than that. Let there me just say go. that. Well, you, well, you know, we've, we've had the opportunity to get married in Vegas or we've, remarried in Vegas. We've had that opportunity. Yeah, several we times. We haven't taken it. We want. I want to get Elvis. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could shake right on roll, baby. Uh, yeah, no. No. Uh, the Catholic tradition of posting the bands to announce a marriage originated as a way to ensure the bride and groom were not related. Back up and start that one over again. The Catholic tradition uh-huh. of posting the bands uh-huh. to announce a marriage originated as a way to ensure that the bride and groom were not related. Wow. Now I'm going to have to do a little research on posting the bands because I have no idea either. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I'm assuming that there's. A, I'm not going to assume on that one. I'm just going to uh, take a look at it. And uh, are you looking it up real quick? I, well, yeah. Go ahead. That's good. I'd like to know what posting the bands means in the Catholic tradition. I'm thinking that there's a notice of your. Uh, genealogy or something that know. people can see. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure because how else would they know if they are or are not related? Well, ain't that what the blood test was for? Well, I mean, I don't, I guess, but you know, blood tests are not done anymore. All right, so right here in the trusty Wikipedia. Wikipedia. <laughs> the bands of marriage, commonly known simply as the bands or ban. Yeah, it's B-A-N-N-S, yes. by the way. Yes. As an English word meaning proclo- oh, 
Well, you want to try that again? <laughs> you can back up. Pro. So it's a, a proclamation. Okay. Okay. Sorry about that. Rooted in Frankish and from the old French are the public announcement in the Christian Parish Church or in the town council of an impeding marriage. So they just posted that this couple is going to be getting married. Oh, okay. So anyone can come up and say, hey, they can't do it. They're first cousins. Right. Okay. I get it. So the that's pur- what posting the bands The mean. purpose of, of bands is to enable anyone to raise any uh, civil legal impediment to the marriage uh, to prevent marriages that are invalid. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. All right. So, kind of like uh, in traditional marriages where they say speak now or if anyone, yeah, yeah. if anyone has a reason why this couple should not be wed, speak now or forever hold your peace. Right. That's kind of thing. Okay. Well, that's why, you know, traditionally, just up to the 70s and 80s, I think, you had to get a blood test. Yeah. I don't know if it was ever state, every state, but I know you did in Virginia. Yeah. And yeah. that's why, to see if you're related well it was I, I don't think it was to see if Ain't you it? were related no it was to make sure that you didn't have any kind of uh, diseases <laughs> is that what it was <laughs> yeah i thought That's it was something to see because of the children maybe in appalachia sure. but not <laughs> <laughs> not anywhere else <laughs> all right so nothing i'm looking up Would okay you so proceed while I'm all right so up. i'm just gonna let you know uh we were talking about uh the other day you and i were talking about hmm wonder where uh Stag parties originated, and you know the bride parties originated. You know the bachelorette right. and bachelor parties. Yeah. Well, stag po- parties were first held by ancient Spartan soldiers. Really? That's where the stag parties originated. Spartan soldiers, and they kissed their bachelor days goodbye with a very <laughs> raunchous. Party. <laughs> it's not all the kiss goodbye. <laughs> and kiss her butt goodbye. So know? that, they had a wild, wild time. They had a wild party. Those stag, Spartans. A stag party. Yeah. So yeah. to kiss their bachelor days goodbye. Well, if, if you think about Spartans it, stag. The Spartans started it. And then the par- yeah, that would okay. make sense. Mm-hmm. So do you want to hear about the blood test? Sure. All right. So a premarital blood test check for venereal disease or... Uh, rubella. Yeah, that's okay. A, yeah, that's a uh, these tests may also disclose the presence of dis- or genetic disorders such as sickle cell anemia. Uh, you will not be tested, but uh, so it's what it was. You were right. Yeah, yeah. I was to make sure you weren't carrying any kind of contagious diseases. Well, being from the hills, <laughs> I thought it was to make sure you. Yeah, I'm, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. But this was back was in the time when um, it was expected that people didn't have sex unless they were married. Yeah. So you know what I mean. Was there ever a time? <laughs> <laughs> okay. But that finishes us up. That's you know these are been real good. Yeah. I really enjoy this yeah. stuff, don't you? <laughs> I do. This has been a good number two, and we and and we had to keep looking, and you know we followed down the rabbit hole and some of the stuff we didn't know. Right. Yeah. It was kind of groovy, right on yes. and far out. Yes. So what are we going to be doing in the future, Miss Angel? Well, we were going to start off talking about. I know we had said a couple episodes ago, bonus huh? Friday, that I was going to dwell into. Uh, throwing of the bride's bouquet oh, and yeah. the tossing of the garter belt so maybe uh next time we need to just touch on that i'm still wanting to uh 
get some information out there for that. That's right. Yeah, this we kind of got sidetracked cool. on this because I, I got to looking at stuff and I found this and I found it really, really interesting. What? So. Let's get, ever get sidetracked? <laughs> was, no. No, we don't ever no. get sidetracked. Hey, what is that over there? Uh, squirrel. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. Hit it, fellas. All right. You can go ahead. <laughs> anyway, that'll be good. I'd like to know, you know, yeah. for this throwing of a bouquet and all that comes yeah. in. Let's dance hey. on out of here. Hey. Shake it. Oh, wait a minute. Wait Shake a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Here we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How am I looking? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs>